Welcome to the inaugural meeting of the Swords and Serpents Club. Which is what, exactly? Well, like I told Fogarty to lure him back to dear old Riverdale, we are a gaming group sanctioned by Mr. Weatherby himself, where like-minded students can meet and concoct world-building, role-playing scenarios. In a town that is one of those towns, Actually, it's four towns. We're in four different towns. Four girls talk about a show called Riverdale. This is River Talk. This is a Riverdale podcast where we break down our favorite show, Riverdale. Season 2, Episode 10, Chapter 23, Blackboard Jungle. Let's meet the River Talkers. Hi, I'm waving as if you can see me. I'm Aditi. I'm currently in New Jersey, but Robbinsville. Um, <laughs> had a quick topic about our favorite... No, what was it? It was, what Disney character would we want to hang out with? Yeah. Oh, no, what Disney character would be your best friend? Oh, my God. Maui. Maui would totally be my best friend. Like, can you just picture me and Maui frolicking through the air, swimming through the seas, and crawling across the land as bugs? Because that's what Maui does. You're welcome. I want to be friends with the rock. That was a really bad, you're welcome. (laughs) No, I just want to be friends with the rock, man. At the Rock, if you're hearing this, please be my friend. <laughs> hey, y'all. Um, I'm Allison. I'm from outside of Richmond, Virginia. And if I had to pick a Disney character to be my best friend, it would be Rapunzel. Because I love her and we could just, like, hang out with Pascal and play hide-and-seek in her tower and paint all the suns <laughs> everywhere all the time. This sounds like a preschool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm she be my best friend. Be your best friend. <laughs> no, I love it. I'm writing, leaving the podcast now. Bye. Um, I'm Victoria, and I'm from New Jersey too. And I think mine, huh, mine would I I I feel like me and Clawhauser are the same person <laughs> from Zootopia. He's the, like, the cheetah. Is it a cheetah or a jaguar? I don't know what he is, but he, like, finds a donut in his neck roll. And I just <laughs> never identified to something more on, a, like, a personal level. And then, like... You don't I, understand. No. We went to Wawa the other night, and Victoria buys just a single glazed donut. And then starts to eat it in the car. And I went to, like, take a video of her, like, eating it. She turns and screams. I put it away. <laughs> Tell us where like, she put it I away. I go through obsessions. Like every summer, there's a different food obsession, and that's like the summer's food obsession. And then I get rid of it, and it's never to be seen again. But this summer was the summer. No, two summers ago was the summer of the donut. But like, Lord knows that's reoccurring. Like I have a donut every day. But anyway, yeah, me and Clawhauser would be besties. We would just eat donuts and like. I mean, he really likes the Shakira like. What's her name? I don't know. Whatever the Giselle. antelope that plays Shakira is. Giselle. Oh, th- oh, that's because it's a good... Okay, it makes sense now. <laughs> anyway, we can watch Shakira videos and eat donuts. So me and Clawhauser would be besties. That's so cool. Um, and I'm Elizabeth. Um, I'm in Connecticut. Everybody's laughing at me. This is very typical. Um, and my best friend my disney best friend would probably be flynn rider like i know that he's like got his soulmate and stuff but i think he is what is happening 
<laughs> you should I all be thankful you can't see this. See that. <laughs> um, but uh, I think Flynn Rider and I would be besties. Like we're both like kind of mischievous and <laughs> fun <laughs> and very I love conceited. <laughs> You and Allison picked, like, the same little person kind of thing. Like, the same world situation. And, like, Allison did the sprinklers as soon as you said. <laughs> Would well, you know what? That's good. You can hang out with Rapunzel, and I'll take her man. And it'll be Perfect. all good. And our little preschool world that everyone made fun of. Hi. <laughs> yeah, we're leaving the tower. We're not playing hide and seek. Um <laughs> Four rooms in the tower? Like, where are you gonna hide? <laughs> my other person, though, like, I had a backup. Like, my backup was gonna be that squeaky penguin from Toy Story. <gasps> yes. he, just, he just seems like he's a chain smoker who has, like, stories to tell, you know? And, like, I won't listen. No, it's because the last time I was at her house, she started laughing about something, and I started wheezing really hard. And she goes, you know who you sound like? And I was like, the penguin from Toy Story. I know. Like, even before <laughs> she was, like, from Toy Story. Was- oh, my God. Can I change when mine real quick? Story? We're going way down on yeah. this tangent. Actually, yep. mine would be, and this is so typical, and I'm, I'm going to regret it the instant I say it, but Olaf. Y'all, I want to hang out with Olaf. Oh, he's so I cute. Was you were expecting me to say Kylo Ren. He's what? Oh, yeah. I was waiting for the Star Wars. Oh, yeah. no. Star Wars is not Disney. I mean, if it was Star Wars, we could have been here all day with me talking about who my Star Wars friends would be. But, um, no. I just want to hang out with BB-8, man. Same. BB-8 would be great. Okay. Universally, BB-8. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, back to Riverdale. Um, <laughs> so, this week was Season 2, Episode 10, Chapter 23, Blackboard Jungle. Um, and I want to know, y'all ranked this episode from one to nine Pussycat Lives. Uh, nine Pussycat Lives being it gave me all the life, and one being it's dead. It was a dead episode. So we haven't done this in a while, but uh, Victoria, let's start with you. What was your rating? I would give it four Pussycat Lives. Just because, like, I don't, it wasn't that great. Like, it was okay. I would only give it, like, even the four because, like, we met like Betty's brother like more so like, like the whole fam met the brother yeah. and like it was a thing but like I don't it wasn't that great and like eh, it was okay there's been better um I would also I'm in like the same vein I'd give it a five I feel like we got some ground covered but there were just like a lot of weird storylines that kind of didn't make sense and were kind of thrown in randomly that I was like not here for and Alice Cooper just had her heart broken like eight times in that episode <laughs> and it killed me I couldn't handle it I w- I'm gonna give it like a seven just for Alice Cooper like matronomic like her acting is amazing like when she broke down I broke down like I full on <laughs> was not okay had to pause the show go get like a glass of water but um i would have given it a like a higher score but like ugh, they bought back archie's music yep yep that's always a bummer um i am also gonna give it a five this was my actually least favorite episode of the season i felt like i feel this way about a lot of shows that sometimes after a winter finale they're kind of scrambling to like start new storylines and pick up old storylines and figure that out and I felt like it was juggling a lot and it also wanted to introduce a lot and the pacing was a little off 
Um, but I did love um, the introduction of Betty's brother, which I'm sure we'll talk about, and kind of the new – it was kind of a world set – like world building change up right like now there's all these new dynamics in Riverdale so kind of like breaking that down I think across the season will be cool so we start this episode with finding out that Cheryl Blossom's mother is a quote-unquote woman of the night um what did you all think about that um yeah Didi I'm I'm genuinely afraid for Cheryl like (laughs) this girl has been through so much in like, like, I guess two winters now. It's been two winters, but like, her brother died. Her dad killed himself. Then she set the house on fire. Then she was like assaulted, and then mommy dearest is running a bordello of one. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I just want Cheryl to see a therapist. Like, she needs one. She's, she's like sixteen years old. Also, not to mention that Nana Blossom suggested that her mom killed them as babies. Do you remember that yeah. from the, I think it was last episode or a couple of episodes ago when Nana Blossom no, was like, a, yeah. you should have drowned them like kittens. Yeah, Allison? Uh, Nana Blossom is also missing again. We have <laughs> <seen it. laughs> she is you yet know, to be seen. Justice for I, Nana think, Blossom. I think after the drowning them like kittens, moment they might have sent nana blossom to the nursing home (laughs) (laughs) they can't afford a nursing home are you kidding me allison's like hard frozen on my screen so i can't tell when you want to when you want to talk allison i'm very sorry if i cut you off at any point during this (laughs) (laughs) chances we cut each other off very high um (laughs) so then we start going back to the um the lodges and uh, Veronica is now on board for whatever their weird, crazy plan is to take over Riverdale. But also, there was this comment made that Veronica went shopping in Soho during Occupy Wall Street. How old is Veronica? Okay, and okay. when does the show take place? I, 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 that was the first thing I heard. <laughs> I literally was screaming, and I was just like, "What? What? Here's my thing. How far is Riverdale from New York? Where is it in location? Like." Like yeah, because what is Archie went to Greenwich what? for a day. And so many questions. <laughs> yeah, Allison. Yeah. They just hop to New York like all the time, like it's casual. And I'm like, are you right outside the city? Riverdale? Are you a train ride away? Or is this like Rosewood? Like, are you in Pennsylvania? Like, where? What? I do don't you think. Yeah. Do you think this is like Riverdale, like Riverdale, New Jersey? That's what I'm saying. This is that. De- this is Riverdale, New Jersey. But yeah, what um, time period? But when? We don't even. Maybe they're time travelers. <laughs> they go back and forth as needed. They have a Wawa at Riverdale, I'm telling you. We're going to see like a little Wawa light in the corner. Nana, of and that's how I know what it is. Wawa. I love Wawa. Um, so Favorite. then uh, we find out that Southside High School is closed. And um, I'm not going to lie, y'all. I really seriously, these last couple episodes, I've had a serious thing for Sweet Pea. Like, I'm into it. You're the second person to say that to me today. I'm into it. (laughs) I think he's, like, kind of, like, stupid, but in, like, an endearing way, you know? No. (laughs) Yeah. But he's he's just, like, uh, I don't know what it is about him. And then he had the turtleneck on, and I was like, that's cool, too. (laughs) 
Um, so what did you guys think about the serpent's move to Southside or from Southside to Riverdale High? Um, if it gives me Tony and Cheryl, hmm, hundred percent, y'all. I was gonna say, just gives me more uh, Jughead Jones on my screen because I'll be at the same school, so I'm very much here for that choice. Um, so Victoria, what were you gonna oh, say? Herb. Oh no, I liked. I like. I don't know. I think it was weird when they when I when like Juggy walked into the room and they're all wearing like school apparel. <laughs> And then he was just like, oh, like, like yeah, they were like, yeah, they gave us this because, like, you know, it's different clothes to wear. And I'm just like, mm, y'all don't belong there. And that whole thing with them, like, like, like the gang territory there, it just, uh, I like them there because, like, what she, what she say with the Cheryl and um, Tony, like, I agree with that. But like, I don't, and like, definitely more juggy time on the screen. I'm living. Also, he's all angsty now, and I'm. Even more so, and I'm about it. But eh. was angsty, juggy, juggy. Oh, yeah, Alzer. There were some questionable fashion moments in this week's episode, and all their Riverdale apparel looked like they were gonna go sell cars at CarMax because that's what they wear—the <laughs> khaki pants and with like yes. the polos. And also, Jughead in that polo. I was like, thank you, thank you for that. <laughs> You're such <laughs> Jughead trash, and I love it. Dude, I'm here for Fangs. Whoever he is, hello. <laughs> um, so then I think we learned something crazy in this episode, which is that uh, Polly is back from her cult on the farm, and she had her babies, and she named them Juniper and Dagwood. <laughs> I don't I normally go. like to judge people's names because, you know, people, like, want to name their kids and they come from all different, like, backgrounds and they have good reasons behind them. But really? Juniper and Dagwood? Really? Are those even real names? The show is getting, like, their names hurt me. <laughs> Juniper is a real name. No. But, like, what is Dagwood? A real name if you hate your kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real name for plants, but I don't think it's a real say, name aren't for they people. plants? I think Dagwood's supposed to be like Dogwood, right? Yeah. Maybe. Also, I didn't think that Polly left on like super bad terms. So when she came back and was like, I don't want to see mom. I don't want to like, I was like, I thought she was leaving because she thought the black hood was after her. So I was confused as to why she was like, had all this pent up aggression now. Well, one, because I it serves the, the story and also because mm -hmm. she was brainwashed on this cult farm. <laughs> yeah. I want to spin want... off about the cult farm. <laughs> <laughs> I want Polly's time in the cult. <laughs> Maybe they can just have a standalone episode that's just like, you cut to the farm and Polly's like in a barn and there's some guy at the front who's like doing really weird culting things and they're like all passing around the babies and like, it can be super weird. <laughs> Victoria's like not into it. <laughs> I think it'd be a good like little side episode. Maybe Jughead visits and then like <laughs> sets the barn on fire. I don't know. There are a lot of things happening. I think, I think we are going to get an episode at the barn because like the cast posted on their Insta stories like chickens. <laughs> like not from Lily Reinhardt and Cole's Press's sojourn to Hawaii. But yeah. like filming. Ugh, oh, guys, couple goals. Um, I know. 
I like I like to imagine me just frolicking on the beach behind them, like Lily Reiner and Cole. <laughs> like there's like the paparazzi photos, and they look so cute, and I'm just like running, like oh, <laughs> yeah, Allison. Why are you running like you're also about to take flight? You're like. <laughs> <laughs> where it's head swapped i love that photo so much i didn't sleep for like a week <laughs> also the one with lily on cole's body looked like it could be real <laughs> it was very confusing um so then uh uh, the special agent comes. I'm I'm struggling today, Allison. Okay, so the special agent comes. Who is the skinniest man with the world's deepest voice? He should do voiceover commercials. He was so skinny, and his voice was so deep. I was like, I'm trying not to be critical because, like, he's a real human being. But also, is this his real voice? I like him. <laughs> Surprising like no one. <laughs> I. I just, I like the guys that don't make sense. <laughs> like Tallboy. What are you doing, Tallboy? What is also like... <clears throat> Jay Chillin. I have a friend of mine who works for the FBI. And I'm pretty sure that's, like, not how that works, where you just, like, roll up to some high school and you're like, hey, listen, trying to take down an empire here. and want to help out? <laughs> you should ask your friend just to double check. I'll, I'll, I'll text her up. Hey, listen. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, that I think this is not an accurate reflection. And they kind of have Archie say that, right? Like, shouldn't you be asking my dad for permission? And I'm like, shouldn't you be asking yeah. the FBI for permission? There's like a lot bigger problem here. So, uh, so now I guess Archie's like the worst undercover person ever because he's gonna like go on this <laughs> mission. This episode. No, he's so bad at everything. <laughs> he is though music relationships also, like, friendships i thought it was weird oh, oh my god um i thought it was super weird that like the fbi guy would show up at archie's garage in private and it only be him and archie like dude that's just creepazoid vibes yeah yeah, the whole thing's kind of weird. Do we think he's actually an agent? No. No. There are so many people that we met this episode that I was like, you are not what you appear, like the brother. Um, well, what did y'all yes. think about? Because Betty talks to Jughead. Jughead gives Betty his um, social worker information. The social worker helps track down. Aren't, isn't that supposed to be confidential, by the way? Again, too many logistical questions. But tracks I think it's down the unsealed. brother. Like she said that it was unsealed when he turned 18. Um. Ah. Well, I don't trust anybody named Chuck. So his name's Charles. Yeah, but like he like his they were calling him Chick. Chick. It's Chick. Chick. <laughs> yeah, it's Chick. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives themselves that nickname? Because I thought he said Chick, but I was like, it's not Chick. It's Chuck. No. Are you kidding? A deeply disturbed individual. Yeah. Or someone that enjoys her. fantasy oh, fulfillment. Gonna, gonna <laughs> kill one of them and chop their body up. Also. Like, I'm sorry, Polly had her twins. We went over this. And, like, no, but, like, it's just, like, <laughs> I want to see them. It's, like, another week went by that we didn't see it. 
Also, what was the time jump? (laughs) (laughs) You're all yelling. No, but literally, I don't know. I just don't like this brother. He just, he's a hidden brown. Like, what is it? A sneaky brown noser with a hidden agenda. I just don't trust him. Yes. That's good. Um, (laughs) Question. 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 Mm -hmm. Hal is totally not the father, right? Because he (laughs) did not care at all that that kid was coming back. And he was like, nope, don't go find him. Wouldn't you at least be curious about your kid? Yeah, Allison. Also, when he shows up later in the episode, like, because he's been, like, shot or, like, stabbed or whatever, Hal goes for a first aid kit. He's like, this Band-Aid will do the trick. I'm like, get out of here. Why didn't they go to the hospital? Why? I don't understand. I mean, maybe because it was, like, a 1950s asylum and not really a hospital. (laughs) But, like... You're going to solve it with, the, like, the world's smallest, yeah, bright yellow first aid kit that looked like it was from the 70s or something. Yeah. First of all, first aid kits are, like, real bright white now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did you see the gloves that Alice Cooper put on? <laughs> they were, like, they went down to, like, her elbows. They were, they were like, dishwashing gloves because they had the frills at the end. <laughs> Wait, do we know what Hal does for a living? They both run the paper, right? Okay. They both I do? Like, I didn't know he did. I thought it was just Alice. Oh, I thought they <laughs> both did. Yeah. Because maybe Hal's a doctor. We'll explain <laughs> why his wife is a sketch. Um, I'm sorry. You're not a doctor and have that little rinky-dink, like, first aid kit in your drawer. You got scalpels. And, like, medical stuff. What kind of doctors do you know? Ray's Anatomy. <laughs> Oh my god, get out. Um, so then back to the episode. Um, we Archie goes undercover and goes to see Nick St. Clair because Cheryl has told him about Veronica and Nick, kind of like the fact that he um, was trying to do the same thing to her that he was trying to do to Cheryl. Um, what did y'all think about that whole thing, Allison? Archie is about as good about being undercover as Veronica is about trying to sell the serpents being in Riverdale. I I was like, Archie, you can't go punching the crap out of someone dressed as a warbler from Glee and expect not to go unnoticed. Do you know what? I'm going to make another comparison. Archie's about as good at going undercover as Veronica is at pretending she doesn't care that Betty and Archie kiss. <laughs> yeah. They're that both failing. A- things are dropping near me guys so sorry (laughs) um also i would be really cool if we never saw nick st Clair again and i don't understand why we had to bring him back hard rt yeah can we let that go um so then but like oh no go ahead um i just i i was so confused as to why Archie borrowed Jason's blazer and Jason apparently had the Greenwich prep blazer but like didn't Jason go to Riverdale with everyone else I have so many is that the only question you have about this show because like (laughs) I have thousands well this is one of them hmm I don't really no I don't really understand Um... I feel like this is like a baby lost like this show every week I'm just more confused than the week before I just want to ask our main man, our writer over there, the heck is going on in your world? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then Betty goes back and saves her brother. And, like, 
there was a lot of Betty with pepper spray this episode. Also, Lily Reinhardt is a queen because in that episode, she did not have much to do except for make really weird faces. Like, oh my God, I'm so sad. Oh my God, I'm so scared. Oh my God, I feel so guilty. And like, she just did a lot of making really awesome faces in that episode. She's always the best. She's like the Orlando Bloom of Riverdale. No, but seriously, um, have you ever seen, when you watch Pirates of the Caribbean or Lord of the Rings, watch Orlando Bloom in the background like that man is hired there to just stand there maybe say some words and look pretty so he like makes the weirdest faces and Lily was channeling that real hard I also liked her Molly Weasley inspired <clears throat> cans off my brother line I was like yeah I feel like this is like Harry Potter 7.2 with Molly Weasley yeah so then, in possibly my favorite part of this whole episode, Jughead decides to start a club called Swords and Serpents um, so that the gang can have a place to meet. Guys, this seemed like my favorite thing. I totally would have been in the Swords and Serpents club and not known it was a gang. I would have been like in the club being like, oh my god, this is about dragons and there's cute boys here and they have tattoos and this is where I want to be. It would have been my perfect... like. I need I needed that at my high school. Victoria's appalled with every single thing I've said in this episode. Because <laughs> it's like that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> but also like I know in the like Aditi's judging slightly, but like I know in the back of her head Aditi would have been like president. <laughs> uh, false. I hid my freak flag in high school. I'm just was- kidding. Everyone knew about my One Direction obsession. <laughs> um so then I wanted to bring this up because I think this is like a really interesting thing. The fact that at the end, Mrs. Blossom is like, she has money now because they got the check from the St. Clair's, but she wants to keep on doing what she's doing. And I mean, narratively, I guess it's a good point. Also, I thought I've said a lot about like privilege in the sex industry and the fact that like this, like it kind of glamorized it in a way that I wasn't super thrilled about. Like, oh, of course you would want to. It's like empowering to like be in the sex industry and like, Maybe some people feel that's true, but for a lot of people, that's not the case. So it was like an interesting moment that took me out of the show where I was not yeah. into it. Yeah. I, I hope that's something that they address later. Like when it gets out that this is what she's doing. It'd be we- I feel like if she said like she'd had sugar daddies or whatever, that would have made sense. Yeah, but the fact that she's, like, all of a sudden, like, coming to her own and, like, wanting to, like, exploit that seems out of place in the storylines. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan. Um, But that's not the only sex dungeon in Riverdale because clearly Archie Andrews just doesn't care. (laughs) Also, that's a small house. How is he not hearing these things? And they're just, like, rolling around naked upstairs. Or this is, like, a very liberal town where we're just, like, yeah, you know, you... Safe stuff. I mean, after Dark Betty almost killed Chuck, I think they're pretty <laughs> liberal. <laughs> also, all of like Archie and Veronica's talks these days, like when it's just them two, like happen like post coital. And I'm like, do you like is that when you feel the most connected and like want to address all the hardships? Like, what is happening? That, that can't be healthy. <laughs> no. Nope. Absolutely not. So, what are some of your predictions after this episode? What are things that you're looking forward to seeing more of? Or, like, what are some things, like, they brought back the idea of, like, maybe this wasn't the Black Hood. What do you guys think is coming up? 
Yeah, Victoria. Um, I'm excited to see, like, when Charles meets Jughead. Like, when they interact more. Like, I want to see, like, when Betty starts bringing Charles around the friend group. Like, I want to see how they interact with him, because he's freaking weird. And I want to see, like, I feel like Veronica's going to be, like, very strange with him, real quick. Yeah. Five or six years older than them. Yeah. Supposed to be. So I don't want him interacting with children. <laughs> I feel like we crossed that line a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Hello, like, Miss Grundy. Yeah. <laughs> the Grunds. I are... feel like Veronica is going to get ousted for her uh, low key slash high key support of the serpent coming to Riverdale and whatever that um, is with their family like plan. I feel like she's not doing a great job of keeping that under wraps. The fact that the mayor's in on it is really scary. The Lodges is one of my predictions. I think they're going to end up being the big bad of this season. I think the Black Hood might come back, but I think the Lodges, I mean, they kind of set it up this way already, but I think Hiram Lodge and kind of whatever's happening with the Lodges is going to be like the big bad at the end. Um, I also think that Betty and Jughead are 100% getting back together by the end of the season. Like there's so much like crazy tension there and they just look yeah. longingly at each other all the time they're not even pretending not to care about each other so I think it's though I do think guys it's inevitable the Archie Betty thing is gonna happen like they left she's gonna lose her virginity to him I yep. know so I've been yeah. calling this since like the beginning of this season she's gonna lose it to Archie yeah no the show is Dawson's Creek I've said it every single episode that we've done she's <laughs> yeah. gonna lose it to Archie yeah, so that's coming. Also, yeah. this isn't a prediction, but this is my hope for Riverdale in the future, is that they find some better light fixtures, because I feel like every time we uncover something new, it's in this dark, foreboding hallway, like when we made, we met Schick, and I'm just like, why don't we just get lights? Just... <laughs> it's the vibe, Allison. It's the dark I would... vibe. It's like we can all squint at our TVs. That's what it is. <laughs> well, that was a great first episode back, and we should be back with episodes every week now. This is super exciting. So thanks for listening.